0: You're listening to Revolution in Your Heart from Persona 5 Tactica, released November 17th, 2023, composed by Toshiki Konishi, featuring Lynn on vocals.
1: Waiting for you do you honestly just give The very day we we'll
0: BG Maniacs, welcome to another episode of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. I, of course, am your host, Brian, and joining me on the show in just a few minutes will be Kyle, but he's not here for the intro, won't be here for the outro either. That's okay. Real quick, if you'd be so kind, head on over to Apple Podcasts or whichever app you've chosen to listen to us on and drop us a quick rating and a review. really does help us out in terms of visibility so that this show continues to grow. And remember, we are on Patreon now as well, patreon.com forward slash Era. Check out our tiers, see what we're doing, and if you feel inclined, toss us a couple bucks each month. If not, continuing to listen to the episodes as they upload HB Works Wonders as well, and of course, special shout out to current executive producers, Jexax, and All Alright, so, another episode. I know we're kind of behind and have been behind, and this week that the episodes are uploading, there's a decent amount of them, but doing so to try and get caught back up. Today, we are focusing on the somewhat recently released, when this episode was initially meant to be recorded, uh, I went out to Las Vegas. Kyle and I talked about this a little bit, but I had went out to Las Vegas uh, earlier this month and stayed with him for a few days. I was going to record live in person with him in his studio closet, but unfortunately we just didn't have time, right? We ended up doing some other things and I got distracted doing some other things out there. So we just didn't have time to sit down and do it, which is fine. We still managed to do it after I came back. But, um, at the time, right, this game had recently released. So it officially came out on November 17th of 2023. Obviously it is a spin-off of Persona or Persona 5, more specifically, featuring the same cast of characters with, well, two main new additions. Yeah, two main new additions to the cast of Persona 5, but quite a lot of side character additions as well, which is kind of cool. I really enjoyed it. Uh, At the time Kyle and I had recorded the bulk of the episode, I had not finished it, As of time of recording the beginning and end before the episode uploads, I have finished it. I actually finished it two days ago, so I really enjoyed it all the way through. Um, I stopped. I do talk about doing the quests later on in the episode, but I stopped doing all of them at one point and just kind of focused on the rest of the main story because I just wanted to get through it um, so I can move on to something else. But I really enjoyed everything that was there. The story was super, super cool. And the soundtrack is so freaking good. Obviously, we're only playing 14 tracks on the episode today, but (laughs) this soundtrack itself is five discs. It's massive. Disc one has 25 tracks on it. Disc two is 20 tracks. Disc three is 21 tracks. Disc 4 is 20 tracks, and Disc 5 is 16 tracks, so that's close to 100. I didn't do the math, but I think that's close to 100. Uh, This soundtrack is massive, so there is... A lot to consume if you are a fan of Persona-style music or just Atlas-style. It's not Shoji Megaro. The composer on Persona 5 Tactica I mentioned at the beginning of the episode when we came in, again, is Toshiki Konishi, right? So it's not Shoji Megaro anymore, but it still has the heart of Persona, right? The vibe of Persona 5. Um, It's a really, really cool soundtrack. There's a lot of original stuff, but there's also some things that are remixed from the original bass game, So, and also a ton of new vocal tracks from Lynn, which is super freaking cool. Um, I had a lot of fun playing through this game. I've really enjoyed listening to the soundtrack, had fun talking to Kyle about this game a couple days ago, so we're going to get to that, but before we do, let's kick to our first block of music. We're going to start this block out by taking a listen to Beneath the Mask Tactica from Persona 5 Tactica. Next, let's take a listen to Got Your Tail from Persona 5 Tactica, released November 17, 2023, composed by Toshiki Konishi, featuring Lynn on vocals. <laughs> We'll Closing out this block, let's take a listen to Fallout from Persona 5 Tactics. coming back in before we talk about the music as mentioned I am joined now by Kyle welcome to the show welcome back to BG Mania Brain Yes indeed this was the uh, episode you and I were supposed to record in the comfort snuggled together in your closet
2: I'm still in the closet Brian I was waiting for you to show back up
0: I know I never I never entered the never closet entered I guess closet. That's too yeah. Bad. yeah that's too bad um but you are in the closet and oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We are here finally. Uh, we are recording this about three weeks later than we anticipated. We are you here to talk.
2: Time gets away from you.
0: It does. Pink Floyd said it best, dude. You know that um, song.
2: I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Hootie and the Blowfish.
0: What did they say?
2: Time, why <laughs> you punish me? No,
0: no. Time I by Pink Floyd is so much better.
2: into the shore, so you wash better. away my dreams. Come on, Darius Rucka. And you
0: run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking. There he goes. Yeah. See? Racing around to come up behind you again. That's funny. I I
2: actually don't think I know that song, and I'm pretty sure you don't know that. Oh, my God. I don't. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's... That no. might be the best Hootie song.
0: You need to listen to Time by Pink Floyd. It's the best song about, like,
2: just. Okay, I'll older. listen to Time by Pink Floyd. You okay. listen to Time by Hootie and the Blowfish. Okay, I wish it was the same song. <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not. I know, but I wish it was a cover. <laughs> Can you teach me about tomorrow? That would be insane. Hootie and the Blowfish covering Pink Floyd would be bonk. But, I mean, I don't know. Darius Rucker does, like, country. country stuff, you know? Yeah,
0: he's, yeah, he's out there now. So, it's pretty yeah. Weird. Pretty weird. But, yeah, I'll send you a link to Time. Okay, fair. Um, But we are talking Persona 5 today, and we just listened to a block of tracks that I greatly adore. Uh, You did have a chance to listen to the entire playlist that we put together for this episode, but I know you haven't played the game, and honestly, you might... Not which kind of makes me sad.
2: Yeah, I don't know that I will. This is this is part of the greater Shin Megami Tensei universe, right? Or more specifically, I guess the Persona side universe of Shin Megami. Yeah, Tensei. but I
0: mean, I mean, Persona is a spin off of Shin Megami, but yes, this is right. a spinoff of Persona Five, which you still haven't played. I have um, not played Persona Five. <laughs> That's correct. Or yeah. or one, two, three, or four. Yeah, which is sad. But yeah. Atlas usually, right? Every time they release a mainline Persona. There are several iterations of Persona that come after that, that are spinoffs, right? Think about...
2: That's news to me. Yeah, I'm going to take your word for that. I have no idea. Well,
0: okay, so Persona 4 originally released on PS2, but then on the Vita, we had Persona 4 Golden, but we also had Persona 4 um, Ultimax, like the Arena Fighter. And we also had Persona Four dancing. We also had Ooh. Persona Three dancing and Persona Five dancing.
2: There was a Persona Five dancing? There was. What? Yeah. That's they're kind of They're game. like
0: they're like Hatsumiko or Hatsune Miku type games where it's just rhythm based.
2: Hatsune Miku. Mm-hmm. Persona 4 Dancing All Night. There's a five dancing and start. Persona Five Dancing. In Star yeah,
0: four. I have all three. They released them as like a trilogy. I wouldn't lie.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, look at them. Yeah, dancing in moonlight. Yeah, no, they're super, dude.
0: They're super fun games, and the music that's remixed for those games, dude, it's freaking stellar. Because it's like rhythm actual, games, right? Yeah, I mean, they're rhythm based. Yeah, that's all they are. Rhythm games.
2: You know how I love a r- I was just playing a rhythm game like an hour ago. Yeah, on Fortnite. Yeah, the Fortnite main <laughs> stage or whatever it's called, Festi- Fortnite Festival. That's what it's called. <laughs> Listen, I have I've dabbled a little in Fortnite recently. A I'm little, not ashamed of that. A little, a little bit li- um, here and there.
0: You know, every day.
2: <sighs> Has it been every day? It's not been every day. It's not been every day. My kid's been on every day, so maybe maybe you've seen like me online and it was my kid playing, but. Uh, that's fair it's yeah it's fun anyways so persona has got a thousand spin-offs I'm mean, looking at yeah, it now and there's there a are... lot of spin-offs
0: yeah there's a lot of spin-offs and this is Atlas's first foray I should I, I guess we'll say into a a tactics like game right a strategy RPG grid based uh it's not so much Final Fantasy tactics as it is more Mario Rabbids XCOM tactics, where it's kind of free range to move around the the battlefields, way less Fire Emblem. Yes, there's no classes or anything like that. Um, your characters are just the Persona 5 characters, right? Now, this is a really sick story in Persona 5 Tactica for a spin off game. Usually, the spin off games. Uh, now, okay, so before I continue, Golden is not a spinoff. That's just an enhanced version of Persona 4. Just correct, like yeah. Royal just like is not Yeah, I was going to say, not a spinoff, an enhanced version of Persona 5 that included, you know, a whole new semester, a new character, that kind of stuff. And Still never Reload finished is going
2: to be the. Like, Reload the is the Persona
0: 3. 3 version, correct. Yes. Yep. But it hasn't correct. come out yet. Yeah, that, well, they released kind of a version like that on the original PSP that featured a female playable character. Um, but it changed a lot of things about the game as well that some people didn't like, so there really were kind of two versions of Persona three at one point.
2: Oh, that um, was FES. Pre- yes, correct, 3 Fez. correct. What does yep. FES mean? I don't remember. It seems probably something kinky.
0: <laughs> but now with Persona Three reload coming, they're they're kinda of joining those two together and making the ultimate version of Persona okay. Three, which is what Golden right. and Royal are for four and five. Yes. I see, I see, I see. Um, and I'm very excited for that. I can't wait to play it. I'll th- I'll play it through Game Pass because Xbox is crazy.
2: They seem to have all the all the Atlas stuff right <laughs> Yeah, there. it's yeah.
0: amazing. It's incredible.
2: No, do they have all they don't have all the Atlas stuff. They no, just have... because they're not gonna have
0: like their new game that comes out in later in twenty twenty four, right? Uh metaphor, that game, that new one that they're doing, like, it's been highly promoted by Microsoft, but it's not on Game Pass. Yet. Yet, correct. It will be, but probably not at
2: launch. You think Microsoft buys Atlas? Is that, Atlas can't be that big. They're, I mean, they're not well, bigger than Activision Blizzard. Atlas
0: is part of Sega, and... Oh, that's right. Microsoft, Sega's a studio that I have long thought Microsoft would go for. So, will they buy Atlas? I think it's possible.
2: Sega... Sega is, is bigger than we realize, though, just because of their, like, pachinko stuff. Like, well, not only that, like but
0: remember they're, they're also bringing shit back now, too?
2: Yeah, Jet Set Radio. Jet Set Radio. Gauntlet. Uh, Gauntlet, or, Gauntlet, or, or, Gauntlet. It was uh, a... Uh, what was it? Golden Axe. Golden Axe, that's the one I was thinking
0: of. Uh, Crazy Taxi, and some other things, right? Like, the Streets of Rage, they're bringing some stuff back, yeah. so... Yeah. Sega might not be as in dire straits as they were... Five ten years ago. Well, but yeah, see,
2: I don't. I don't think they were ever in dire strait. Again, they're propped up by their pachinko, right? So, so in Japan, they're making sure a, a ridiculous amount of money, all from gambling, just like sure. Konami. Konami's never been in trouble, even if their games don't do good. They're making a ridiculous well, amount of Konami's making
0: money. trying to make a splash too. Look, they're bringing Silent Hill back, and yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, yeah, they're they're trying to do some things too. They remember they make games, as I say, sure. so. Sure. Um, but no, I, I do think that it's cool that Atlas and Sega do have this kind of deal with with Microsoft, and so long, Bobby Kotick. Thank God. Yeah, um, rip, dude. <laughs> no, not rip. Thank God. Maybe um, they, They're, they're going to be way better without him. Um, but Persona 5 Tactic has a really fun strategy game. Like I said, it's got that XCOM Mario Rabbid style. There's no classes. It's just the characters that are in Persona 5, but they do introduce, so in the Artwork that we see on all the videos that we kind of use to listen to the tracks on YouTube, right? There's a Joker's right in the middle because he's the main character. But to the right of him is a girl with pink hair and her name's Arena. She's a new character that was introduced (laughs) for (laughs) P5T. So she's like the new character for this game. Okay, Um, Super cool character. And I really like the story that they've told. I'm about eight hours in.
2: Okay. And, and what's our what's the, our how long to beat? I
0: think just to, it's just to
2: give that some perspective. It's not
0: nearly as lengthy as a regular Persona game.
2: Well, I should hope not. Twenty
0: five hours. So I'm about okay. Okay, yeah. a third of the way through.
2: Well, considering that twenty five hours on How Long to Beat's probably twenty one hours for you, right? So you're yeah, you're probably coming up on the halfway mark.
0: Yeah, okay, we're probably getting close. I've finished. I feel like the game. So they call them kingdoms in Persona 5 tactica. They were called uh, palaces in uh, Persona 5, but you are in a different version of the metaverse which exists in Persona 5. That's where mementos is at and that's where the characters become like the phantom thieves, right Joker is Joker. Um, they they're on, they're in their costumes. they're not like in their normal IRL clothes. Um, And in this this world, they're in those clothes. So it's a different version of the metaverse, but it's not the same version that's connected to their world. They get sucked into this other world. And in this other world, LeBlanc, which is the cafe that they have as their hideout in Persona 5, but it's also where the main character, Joker, lives with Sojiro, the guy who owns the cafe. That's kind of like where he stays throughout the game. He stays up in the attic. Um, that becomes your hideout, but that exists in this other world. And like the characters when they first say, they're like, whoa, why is this here, right? So something something is blending these two worlds together. I haven't gotten far enough to see exactly what that is. But they're base in this other world because Arena, the character that is new to Persona 5 Tactica, leads the rebel alliance, I guess, if we want to call them that, or the rebel core against what's going on in this world. And they use LeBlanc as their base. Okay. So, LeBlanc in this world is still your hideout. The track we listened to at the start of that first block, Beneath the Mask Tactica, is your original hideout music, but it's also the LeBlanc music from the original Persona 5. This is the Tactica remix. And in Persona 5, there were actually lyrics by Lynn, which we hear a lot of lyrics on today's episode, a lot of vocal tracks. Um, but there were lyrics to this original track. This is the one that talks about, like, becoming a, a shapeshifter and all that kind of stuff. That's this track, but this one doesn't have lyrics.
2: Okay, I see I, I, I see what you're saying, yeah. The, now, is a lot of the music on this remixed from the original Persona 5?
0: Uh, there's not too many, no. So if it is from the original Persona 5 on the soundtrack, there is, like, a Tactica tag after the track to show that it's, like, a Tactica remix of something from the original Persona 5, But a large majority of the soundtrack in Tactica is original, which is super sick.
2: Super cool. Is it the same composers? It is not
0: the same composers. So Persona 5 Tactica was done by Toshiki Konishi. Not Shoji Meguro.
2: Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That's interesting because, yeah. because I know that I know well, that the Shoji 5... Meguro
0: did leave Atlas. He no longer works there. Oh, so he is like a contractor. Now that doesn't mean he could never do another persona game because they could contract him to do he's it, just independent. but he's no longer in house. Correct.
2: You know, I I always think it's crazy when a studio has an in-house composer. Like I un- uh, and, and I understand this is like Darren not Corb say, is
0: in-house to Darren Supermassive, Corb one of your favorites. Yeah,
2: blows my brains that he is the in-house composer for Supermassive because the last game that Supermassive released was Hades, right. and that was literally two years, years ago,
0: almost years ago. I am not ago. saying
2: I am not saying that composing music does not take a long time. It it, it, it is a it is an art and it, it is an art form. But I don't. I don't know that it takes three years to compose a whole soundtrack, right? And I know that Darren Korb does voice acting stuff too. But what is it? doing? Probably like
0: sound mixing and
2: sound effects. You think so, he, maybe, maybe he's doing what I, I like the entire maybe. audio engineer could be. For, I guess it could be right. But I mean, I mean, same like this. The the dude from Atlas. Like, what were you doing the whole time, buddy? I don't know. I don't know. Kind of blows my mind.
0: But yeah, so this one not showed you Maguero, which is kind of cool. So some of the original tracks, right? They do sound so similar. Um, One of the tracks we listened to in that block, the last one, was called Fallout. That reminds me, because it has such a super sick guitar tone, it reminds me heavily of some of the stuff from the original Persona 5, but it is unique to Tactica. And this track, Fallout, plays in some, at least in the beginning area of the game that I am, because again, I'm about eight hours in. So I haven't seen or heard every track that we're playing today and know where it takes place in the game. Right. But what I remember about this one is that there are quests you can go on as well in the game. So the middle track we listened to, Got Your Tail, which has vocals from Lynn, that's the second vocal track we heard today, actually is the music that plays during the like tactics battles within the first several hours of the game. So you hear that track quite often. Now, this game is very narrative paced as well, if that makes sense. So, when you start the game, right, you go through some cutscenes, you go to your base. From there, you can say, go to the velvet room to fuse personas together and do the normal persona type stuff. Um, you can shop, you can equip your characters, you can go over your stats. But one of the options are quests, but then start missions. Missions are separate from quests. Quests you do in between missions, and it helps you level up more, gets you more items, gets you more personas to fuse. Uh, get you more money to buy things from the shop, but also helps level you up as well. Sure. And you can do these quests at any time, really. Like, you don't have to take them on right away, but they will, I think, eventually disappear if you don't take them on. Um, but those are separate from, like, the missions. You don't have to do them. They're optional. And do they fall out
2: kind of level relevant to um, what you are? I don't
0: think so, because I think it's story-based, Okay. Like, the quests that I've gotten so far were because we had to do something in this narrative to progress the main mission. So we, like, had to go do something. So they use it as, like, additional things that you could do, but you don't necessarily need to do.
2: See, because that was kind of one of my problems, and and I I know this isn't, like, a perfect uh, equal analogy, I guess, but with the most recent Fire Emblem game, Engage.
0: Mm -hmm. Engage, uh, yeah
2: there were, you know, those side missions would pop up in between the main missions of the game. Right. And those missions were not always a good level for you. No, sometimes and they were lower you would always sometimes just
0: repeat the same maps. And that's what's cool about Tactica here, is that the, yeah. side, the quests, they don't take you to the same maps that you've just cleared. Okay. Like, there's no maps, if that makes sense. There are... But it's more just like they take a portion of the world and turn that into a grid based map for you to fight enemies on. Gotcha.
2: Gotcha. That makes sense.
0: So it's not like Fire Emblem where you're moving from one location to the next on an overworld and then participating in like cutscenes in a battle. This game just moves you along, right? There will be cutscenes and then you start a mission and you're in a battle. And after that battle, there will be some cutscenes that'll probably take you to another battle. And then some more cutscenes that might take you to a boss battle. And Roger, then from no, there, okay. you go back to your hideout and can make some selections and, you know, upgrade, do some shopping. Can you in, replay
2: old, old missions? Yes, you can. Yes, you okay. can. You can okay. replay
0: them as often as you want to get further experience, items, money, whatever you want.
2: Or try to like gold. Is there like a gold, silver, there are bronze trophy type three,
0: system? There uh, like, are uh, three things you have to achieve in each level to get up to three stars. I see. Okay. Uh, I have not really struggled so far. I've gotten at least three on most of them. There's been a few that I've only gotten two, like some of that, because they all have, you know, I think usually one of the requirements is to clear it without getting KO'd. I see. Um, one of the requirements is usually to clear it within X amount of turns. And then there's another usually somewhat unique clear per whatever the battle is. Right. Um, I failed the amount of turns from time to time, but that's because a few of them have really tight like timers like they say clear this in two turns how (laughs)
2: like there's
0: got to be a way but how
2: (laughs) interesting interesting
0: yeah so it's been fun i've really been enjoying it um i know that was a lot for talking on the first block so let's actually listen to some more music and then we'll come back and talk some more about the soundtrack in persona 5 tactica let's go ahead and take a listen to liberation from persona 5 tactica Next, let's take a listen to Inextinguishable from Persona 5 Tactica. This released on November 17th of 2023, and it was composed by Toshiki Konishi, featuring Lin on vocals. Last up in this block, let's take a listen to Hideout 2nd from Persona 5 Tactica. Coming back in to talk more Persona 5 Tactica and to talk about Liberation for a second, because that track we listened to in that first block is a super nice, mellow guitar track, dude. And with a a kind of a cool, simplistic, but very noticeable drum backing. And, you know, that's one of the things Bedroth and I always talk about here on BG Mania. I do love good guitar tracks, but I also love ones that have just very noticeable... Drum patterns and beats behind them, like that, stick out and that make a difference to the track, which I think it does here.
2: Yeah, I well, I I tend to gravitate towards the guitar tracks as well, just as a guitar player. Uh, and right, and I mean, even not even outside of like video game music, right? Just wait for our band to start, dude. Wait for it. Guitar/slash synth. That's it, synth and and drums. So, good guitar, synth, and drums. That's all we're gonna be
0: (laughs) vocals and vocals, maybe if you provide them. Yeah, uh, th- I can do some. Oh yeah, Sean's a good singer. Sean can sing. Sean can sing really great, actually. He Get doesn't think he there. does, but he does. Get him on there. Yeah,
2: we we gotta steal. Uh, what's the guy in our Discord? Fault forty five. We should steal that for Sean because that's a freaking sweet name.
0: <laughs> no, Is we also so gotta good? recruit Jexax to play some fucking saxophone, dude. Oh, do
2: the sexy sax? Yeah, I dude, feel like he can do a lot That's our band of right things. Things. there. Oh, we did it. That's it. We did it. We can't Bedroth, doesn't he play something? I don't know. Maybe. maybe not, maybe not. He could probably learn bass. Plays the strings of my heart, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe anybody he plays a can keyboard. learn bass. Anybody can learn bass. That's true. <laughs> I want some bassists to email about that and be like, well the bass is actually hard. It's not. It's it isn't hard. It's oh, probably bass. the
0: easiest instrument to learn.
2: It's the easiest instrument to learn. Yeah. I know how to play bass too. What's harder, bass or cymbals? Just cymbals, mm. like marching cymbals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably bass.
2: <laughs> yeah, probably bass, probably bass. All right, all right. Cymbals then bass. <laughs> you know saxophone's really hard though I gotta give it up to Jack Saxophone's Jack for, are really hard Yeah Yeah that guy That guy can play it Yeah
0: I played trombone school. in high school And I thought that was relatively easy
2: I uh I was a tromboner um, Yeah Did some trombone Did a lot of baritone Slash euphonium That was my main instrument Played a little trumpet, some tuba. Uh, I marched the trombone in college. Nice. I didn't yeah. know that. So yeah, and then I did jazz trombone for a little bit, uh, and then a lot of stringed instruments that I play as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're very well well around. Piano, yeah, yeah.
2: Technically a string instrument, right? Yeah, but yeah. Do you think that this is this is like a necessary? A necessary, like, canon event type story for fans of Persona that they should play Persona 5 Tactica? Like, is is the story important and and significant enough? I think this is
0: one of the better Persona stories, at least from what I've experienced so far, one of the better crafted Persona stories. So if you're in it for the narratives, right, like the stories that Atlas tends to tell, yes, absolutely canon, you should play it. But if you okay. don't really like the tactic style of gameplay, that's going to put off a lot of people. Right. But that's why I do think it's XCOM Mario Rabbids style and not Fire Emblem Final Fantasy Tactics, because those are less forgiving, right? XCOM Mario Rabbids, way more forgiving. And within nah, these... XCOM's ba- pretty brutal. Let's be... XCOM... It, it can be, but it's also, I think, more forgiving than a traditional strategy-based game. <sighs>
2: I think it it, sometimes. Yeah, I I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yes. Yes.
0: But here, right, there's a lot of ways that Atlas makes it approachable to somebody that struggles with this kind of gameplay. Right. So as you move around, right, the enemies, when you start a battle, generally are hiding behind some sort of obstacle or box or something that's on the map. They're not usually out in the open. And you have three attacks that you can do on a map. You can run up to the enemies and attack them, which is like a melee attack. You can shoot your gun at them, which if they're out in the open will do a lot of damage. But if they're kind of hidden behind something, doesn't do much damage at all. Or you can use your persona attacks, which are basically your main abilities or your magic based attacks as you fuse additional personas each character can have one additional persona equipped to them besides their main assigned persona that they all come with so it's not like a persona original RPG where you can have multiple personas and multiple different abilities on each character each one has their main persona that they come with and then you can equip one additional that'll give them additional abilities depending on what you equip so that's kind of like as far as they get in terms of class based, because I can say take one character and, and equip a healing persona on them and make them a healer if I wanted to. OK. Yeah. Um, but and I and I did do that because I needed to. <laughs> um, but from there. Right. You have the ability to if you so if an enemy is behind an obstacle, you can run up and attack them. And it'll kick them out from their hiding place, right? Because it usually knocks them forward or backwards, like a couple squares or grids on the map. And from there, they're out in the open. So the next character can go up and shoot the gun and down them. And when you down them, you get an additional attack, much like the actual Persona game. So a lot of the Persona elements, you know, bleed into Tactica. When you knock down an enemy, you get to go again. Um, if you kill an enemy, a lot of times if you down them in the process, you get to go again. And there are all-out attacks, but they call them something different in Tacticon. I can't remember what they're called, but you have to position your three... Because you can only have three characters in a battle at once. Um, you have and and you can mix and match. You don't have to have Joker. You can pick whichever three you want that you have available. Only three, huh? Only three in a battle. That's
2: interesting. Okay, I I mean, that is kind of more along the lines of XCOM Mario rabbits. but anyways.
0: Yeah, but you only have three in your battle, but you do have a navigator as well. Uh, Your navigator, just like it is in Persona 5, is Futaba, but, um, and she can kind of like throw out buffs and heal you and help you along the way, but she never has a turn, right? It's just random when it happens. Right. Um, but yeah, you have three characters. You can pick whichever ones you want when the battle starts, whichever ones you want to take in with you. And a lot of the battles do require certain things, right? Certain abilities to make them easier or make it to where you're not struggling. So knowing the strategy of each battle, and really that just takes trial and error, going in and seeing how you do with the three you take and then seeing what the enemies throw at you, right? To know what to bring next time if you fail. <laughs> right. Um, it's a lot of fun, dude. I'm having, I don't usually, I don't like XCOM. I kind of like Mario Rabbids.
2: I, I Mario Rabbits is a lot. Of, did you ever buy Sparks of Hope? Nope. It's $20 on sale on Amazon. I think I'm going to I know. I keep, I, I, I almost bought it over uh, Black Friday. It was down to like 15 bucks and then they sold I out. I just
0: bought Alan Wake 2 though. I don't know that I want to buy something else.
2: I just bought Dredge, Brotato, and uh, Death Must Die. But you're
0: buying Alan Wake 2 as well.
2: And I'm going to buy Alan Wake 2, and maybe Sparks of Hope. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Cheap, you gotta get, you got to get it while the getting's good, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Inextinguishable, the middle track we listened to in that block, another vocal track from Lynn, super dope. I can't place where this one actually happens in the game. I don't know if I've heard it yet. If I did, it was in. Im- a battle somewhere. And I didn't even know that the battle music had switched at that point because I haven't been playing with headphones on. Unfortunately, Um, I have been just playing on the TV and sometimes I play late at night. So I don't have my volume cranked up super high. Um, But I do feel like this is probably another battle track. And the last track we heard there in that second block of music Actually, is the hideout second music because eventually the music in your hideout will change for some reason. Okay, and, and that's why it does. Well, and, and that this is the track you hear. I mean. This is the track. Yeah, yeah. This so, is the track. Y-
2: you know, if there's anything I lean towards more than guitar tracks it's vocal tracks, I love the vocal tracks And Lynn, dude, the fact that they always use Lynn, she's so good. Yeah, good singer, good singer. My soundtrack of the year was a soundtrack that had a lot of vocal tracks on it, Uh, and my number two soundtrack of the year was a soundtrack that had some vocal tracks on it, and it was specifically those tracks that pulled me in towards those soundtracks, and so uh, I think those are the tracks on this soundtrack also that I enjoyed the most, not only because of Lynn's performance, but because of, I mean, the entire instrumentation. So jazzy, so cool, Uh, I mean, just bleeds style right and and if there's anything atlas is good at i think is making these very very stylized games and, and absolutely composition is no uh no exception to that absolutely what were your two soundtracks of the year again uh number one was cassette beasts okay i listened to the cassette we did, we did talk about because bedroth
0: and i recently just recorded which we'll post after this episode but we just we recorded our best of 2023 episode
2: did you you didn't Ask me at all. So thanks. Well, we bedrock as honorary media. Bedrock did
0: post in Discord, and you you gave suggestions, and he listened to them. He did not choose cassette beasts.
2: He didn't care. That's what he. That's what you meant to say. He didn't care. He didn't care. Uh, And he never has. He never has. Which is. Uh, no, Cassette Beast is number one for me. He, I, he does give it
0: an honorable mention on the show.
2: I love the Cassette Beast soundtrack. Dude. The entire thing was so good. Uh, and it was very kind of indie rock expired, inspired. Uh, right, number which two for me. you definitely gravitate was, towards. Yeah. Number two for me was Bramble the Mountain King. Was it? Uh, okay. Yeah, I I've listened to that soundtrack multiple times all the way through. And and I understand the the amazing soundtracks that have come out this year. The Tears of the Kingdom soundtrack, the Final Fantasy Sixteen soundtrack. Uh all of these soundtracks are so good. Baldur's Gate but 3 the two that I've listened to the most are Cassette Beasts, Bramble the Mountain King. Fair.
1: All right. Yeah.
2: And I'll yeah. listen to them again. I mean, I mean, I will revisit those ones. You know, I, I will continually go back towards those two those two soundtracks as the years go on because I love the songs from them and I know the words to them now. You know, right? Yeah, I don't absolutely. know what I'm saying in the Bramble one because it's like <laughs> Norse or I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but you know,
0: the, you know the words.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's so good, dude.
0: <laughs> oh man! All right. Well. We're we played that done. on a Radio Hour, didn't we? We did. We did play a track from the oh, Radio it's Hour. So yeah. Good. You you suggested it. I brought it or I made sure it's it was so there. Cuz that beast also. Yeah, absolutely. That was from that you was on as radio well. Hour. Yeah. It was. But it was from yeah. you.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Um but we got one block of tracks to listen to before you take off. We still have several to go in the episode, but you'll only be back for us for uh, for one more segment. Let's kick to this last block that we'll listen to while you're here. Let's go ahead and take a listen to Disquiet Táctica from Persona 5 Tactica. Up next, we're going to take a listen to Truth or Dare from Persona 5 Tactica, released November 17th, 2023, composed by Toshiki Konishi, featuring Lin on vocals. Closing out this block, we're going to take a listen to Aria of the Soul from Persona 5 Tactica, released November 17th, 2023. This one actually composed by Haruko Komiya. coming back in we are talking first about unrest that Kyle did basically say that's what those kanji characters mean yeah. unrest yeah something like that this is a kind of a you know intense track dude it it i remember this track from the original persona 5 because it has such a like a anxiety Type feel to it or a tense type feel to it Uh, it's it's a really cool track that played in some very tense moments of Persona 5 I've not heard it yet in Tactica so I'm curious how this is going to be used I do like this rendition they added a lot more like synthy elements to it Mm -hmm. in this time around which I think is kind of dope um got a really cool beat i like it here
2: i wonder if that's uh kind of a story choice as well Could having be. the synth the elements in it with them being kind of stuck in the metaverse, stuck part. in this
0: metaverse yeah like in this they're not they're not able to leave right so right
2: so having yeah. the synth elements i wonder i wonder if that is a like a more dreamlike the composer, yeah, yeah probably yeah most yeah. likely
0: yeah uh and then we had another vocal track in that block truth or dare which unfortunately i have not heard yet either in game uh, I have listened to it quite a few times because I do think this is one of the better vocal tracks in Persona 5 tactica from Lynn. I really like this one, so I'll be curious how this is used. hopefully again for like a bigger battle or boss fight in the game. And then the final track we heard of that block before I talk about a few other things about Persona 5 and close things out with you was Google translated, because again, it's in kanji to poetry to ev- poetry into everyone's soul or something like that. but it's the traditional velvet room music. And here in the Velvet Room in Persona 5 Tactica, you do have Lavenza who eventually, you know, you in Persona 5, the caretakers of the Velvet Room don't start out as who it ends up eventually becoming. But here in Persona 5 Tactica, the character Lavenza is still here with you, right? The, The caretaker of the Velvet Room a super fun character, probably my favorite Velvet Room character that Atlas has introduced yet so far. I really did like Margaret from Persona 4 as well, but I do think Lavenza is probably my favorite. Her personality really shines a lot in Tactica with some of the ways that these developers wrote her character and, like, the dialogue they gave her. Um, I really have been enjoying going back to the Velvet Room to talk to her when I need to because... Every now and then she'll call you and there'll be some story elements there. And those are the parts that really shine for me when I go there just to fuse personas. It's whatever, business as usual type stuff. Here in Persona 5 Tactica, to fuse personas, you have to find gears out in the world. And I don't know if you have to continue to find them. You find them once and then I think they just always... Because I've never found them again actually thinking about it. But going back to the Velvet Room, you throw these personas onto gears and then Lavenza like smashes them up in this machine and will fuse them into a new persona that's how you create them but I really do like this it's always one of my favorite tracks in persona games I love the velvet room I love the vibe the music it's it's dope the other thing that I really like about persona 5 tactic and I close it out I love the chibi graphics dude Okay. It works really well that, for I was, Persona. I was about to
2: say that you like that a lot, huh? It
0: works really well for Persona.
2: Do You don't feel like it... Sacri- I mean, because like we've talked about, Persona is something that does have a very unique art style. You don't feel like it sacrifices too much of its uniqueness to no, go this chibi route?
0: No, not at all. They can actually lean into it heavily, like the same art style that Persona 5 had with the slick menus, um, You know, just a really modern feel to it. They can utilize... And they, they do. They utilize the same aesthetic and vibe here just with the chibi character models, that it works really well in this style of game that they've decided to go with. I don't think it sacrifices anything. Um, It's really cool. And in the cutscenes, your characters aren't as chibi as they are like elsewhere. So it's kind of a mix.
2: I see that. I see what you're saying. I'm looking at screenshots now and I I do see the difference between the two of them. I, I feel like the chibi style... Persona, already a very colorful game. Absolutely. This almost feels more colorful because of the chibi style, right? It actually, I feel like it brightens it up quite a bit. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's a game that I think anyone that, you know, has played Persona, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to like the story. You're going to like the soundtrack for sure. If you don't play the game, at least listen to the soundtrack from start to finish. It is available online. Atlas has uploaded the entire thing basically to YouTube, so... Go check it out. Um, like I said, the the stat the tactic style gameplay might put some people off, but it's very approachable. Like if that's not your style, it's not my style, and I'm getting through the game just fine.
2: Now it's sitting at around a 78 on Open Critic. You feel like that's about accurate, or in it terms is, of an average? Be? It sounds like yeah, you like it more that's, than me. That's the fair. Outrage.
0: I tend to like Persona games higher than the average. If I was scoring, I probably would have given it an 8.5, so slightly higher than the average. Sure. But okay. I think 78 is fair.
2: Okay, good enough. Good enough. And gosh, it's on Game Pass. Why not?
0: It's on Game Pass. Why wouldn't you jump in? That's how I'm playing it. <laughs> I didn't buy it. I'm playing yeah. it on Game Pass. Do you feel like it's difficult? No. Not And at all? I'm playing on normal. Okay. You, I mean, you could bump up the difficulty if you wanted to, but I don't play sure. games for difficulty anymore. I mean right. I, I well, that's not true. From software I still do, but that's the that's only yeah. yeah. the only studio that I play their games for the difficulty. Anything else? I just want to play through the story at this point. From so- From Soft is my difficulty games now.
2: How big do you feel like this uh Shadow of the Earth Tree expansion pack has gotta be?
0: It's been in development for two years. Two
2: plus years.
0: I have a feeling it's going to be a different game at this point. Like, like they're
2: not even going to DLC it into Elden Ring? Correct. It's just going to be Elden Ring 2. I think so. You think so? Wow, Brian.
0: It's been lo- It's been too long.
2: It's been a long time. It's well, been too com- long. To- I was complaining to you. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. no. Elden Ring I was mean, last year, Elden, right? No, no, no.
0: Elden Ring was,
2: yes, 2022. What's but February are sure?
0: 2022.
2: Are we sure it was last year? Yes, February okay, 2022. okay. okay. I, I get so confused. Elden Ring was my game of game of the year twenty twenty two and I think yeah. it Takes two is twenty twenty one, right? Yeah. Um, Elden
0: Ring, February twenty twenty two. By the time Shadow of the Earth Tree comes out, it's at least February twenty twenty four. So that's at two least. years. Yeah. But we it's haven't heard perfect. seen anything. So at this point from Soft, we know they're fast. I feel like at this point They could have taken What they had with Elden Ring What they wanted to do With Shadow of the Earth Tree Added more to it In that two years By the time we see it Likely fall 2024 If not early 2025 It's just Elden Ring 2
2: Well and see This is That's my biggest problem With the DLC coming out so late Is I've forgotten Elden Ring Right? Like I forgot Like
0: I could easily the, get back into it But I've forgotten the motion But I could easily yeah, readapt. I
2: I'm sure I could too I'm sure that I could But I have played An entire new FromSoft game in in the meantime you know what i mean like yeah, an entire core, other game has played come yeah up. yeah i don't know why no, you no, gotta no. buy that dude let's pick that up what's that on amazon oh, i it's still like, have
0: it from gamefly i still have it from you august you still dude. have it oh my yeah. gosh dude just oh. paying gamefly for armored core 6
2: you need to play it i know it's time it's time brian
0: maybe this weekend but i highly doubt it it's not on
2: sale on steam holy
0: smokes no no oh, well. but yeah Um, I'll be actually curious, because this probably is our last Persona 5 spinoff game. I I would have to say so. This is most likely the last one. What else is there? Maybe there's a life sim coming. There probably isn't, but with Persona 6, we know it's in development. We should be hearing about Persona 6, if not 2024, then at least by 2025. But I do think there's a chance we get a teaser of Persona 6 in 2024. Right. And we probably will get a Life Sim spinoff from that because they haven't done that genre yet. We also need a kart racer. People have thought forever they're going to do a Persona kart racer. We've not gotten one yet.
2: But there is no kart racer. Not
0: yet. But there will be. <laughs> oh, man. I appreciate you joining me, even though you haven't played the game. But I appreciate you joining me on this. I can talk about talk about. Yeah, I know. That's why I invite you on some of these. Let, like, like, next year, right? We're gonna eventually do a spotlight on Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. I know you're not gonna play it, but I know you'll join me to talk about it.
2: <laughs> oh, dude, here. You know what? Get get a clip here. Ready? Persona 5 Tactica is the uh, second best uh, strategy game I've played all year. I don't think it's as good as Fire Emblem Engage, but if you're a, a Persona fan, it's a must play. There you go. Clip that. Throw it there at the go. beginning of the episode when it says, well, Kyle endorse it. He there you it. go. Yeah, yeah perfect. I'll, I'll say the same thing next year. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink is perfect for, you know...
0: <laughs> that's all they need. They just need the thing they can put on their trailers and video promotionals, and that
2: that's all they need. Are you going to play that, Grand Blue uh, Fantasy? Aps- absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, uh, me too. Yeah, I'm not playing I, that game. I'm very excited for that, as is Sev. Uh, I can't wait. But,
0: Kyle, I appreciate you being here. You will be back with me next month. month. I don't know exactly what game we're going to talk about. I I think I do, actually. But uh, we'll we'll talk about that off air. We'll figure things out. And, yeah, you'll be back in some point in January. Hey, Godspeed, buddy. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I'll talk to you soon. For now, though, we are going to take a listen to another block of tracks. We're going to kick things off by taking a listen to Mastermind from Persona 5 Tactica we mm-hmm. Coming up next, we're going to take a listen to The Night We Stood from Persona 5 Tactica, released November 17th, 2023, composed by Toshiki Konishi, featuring Lynn on vocals. Closing out this block, we're going to take a listen to Repaint Your Heart from Persona 5 Tactics. unfortunately going to bring us to the close of our spotlight on Persona 5 Tactica. We do want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible, of course, by RPGera.com If you like video game music, and more importantly, you like us and you want to help us grow this show, check the description box for ways you can do just that, including a link to join our Discord community. Click it, join it, and interact with us taking us out of the episode today. We're going to be taking a listen to To My Dear, So Far Away from Persona 5 Tactica. Again, this released on November 17th, 2023. It was composed by Toshiki Konishi and it does feature Lynn once again on vocals. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.
1: These words I spell out to my heart Hope they will reach you far away